THE RIVER OF LIFE Once upon a long time ago, there was a boy who loved books. He took his favourite books to the river, where he read them, undisturbed by anybody. The boy was so deeply entranced in the stories of his books that he forgot everything around him, including time. Sometimes he wondered about time too. He wondered and thought about many things, and he could have filled whole libraries with his thoughts. He used to say to himself, One day I'll be a writer, and I will write stories like the one I'm reading now. And he was already back in the story, holding the book lightly on his knees, again forgetting everything around him. Even when the light grew dark, and he had to strain his eyes to see properly, he stayed in the story, walking the length and breadth of the lands in there. He didn't notice the cold creeping into his arms and legs, or the wind picking up, but just pulled his scarf closer without disturbing the flow of his inner pictures one bit. Who knows what finally managed to pull him out of the stories, so that he could squeeze himself through the thin crack in the fabric of the universe to come back to his this world. Maybe a mouse rustling by in the undergrowth, or the kingfisher diving for prey into the water. Whatever it was, coming back to this world like that never failed to shock the young boy and shake him right into his bones. Maybe it had to be like that, or he would have stayed in the land of stories forever. Instead, he walked back home from the river, stumbling over tree stumps here and there, a bit unsteady, as he was still walking with a foot in either of the worlds. He looked up at the lit windows of the house he lived in with his parents and siblings, and didn't know if he really wanted to go in, knowing full well that he had stayed outside far too long. He wasn't sure how he was to be welcomed today, and who was going to be inside. Was he going to be greeted by harsh words, loud voices, recriminations? Was anybody going to be happy for him to be home and able to show it? Sometimes the life in books seemed safer than real life, even though scary things happened in these stories too, but somehow the stories always came to an end. They even had the comforting words written at the bottom of the page, THE END. Every adventure, as much as it was scary or even terrifying, came to its close eventually on the last page of his books. Why couldn't his life be more like the stories he read? He knew that there was an end to life as well. His own grandfather had died not long ago, and he wondered what his grandfather was feeling now. Was he missing him, his grandson? Did he have a fa new family now? Was it true what the priest and his mother told him about heaven? A kind of land in the sky 
where everybody went after they died. If he looked up at the sky at night, could he maybe get a glimpse of that world? Why couldn't people just stay where they were? Or was this a way to go on adventures from here? The young boy didn't want to go to the land of th in the skies, but he found his way to deal with the happenings in his life. At night, he closed his eyes and enjoyed being by himself, even though it was dark. At least there were no arguments or loud voices, and at last he could escape to his inner world. So, from the moment when he came home in the evening until he went to bed, it was like walking through a river of sounds and lights, a time and space he needed to traverse until he could finally go to his own personal life during the night. Just a shame that he was usually asleep during that time. Sometimes, only sometimes, he managed to stay awake when he was sleeping. And these were the most magical times. Here he could go on his adventures in his own, very own world. He would time travel, hop parallel lives, sometimes meeting friends again that he only ever met there. This life was his own, and maybe he never told anybody about it, for fear of being laughed at, or worse. When people insisted that he should live in the real life, he wasn't sure which one was most real for him. The everyday life of shouting? The exciting life of books and stories? Or his own secret but wonderful life of his own discoveries and experiences during the night? Luckily, he didn't have to choose and he managed to survive all the obstacles and challenges, rocks, cliffs and gorges, that beings in his real life threw him. Sometimes he wondered if the life in stories was teaching him something, and if his nightly life gave him a way to escape when things got too bad and too hard. Was it maybe the trust that if things went really wrong, there would always be a white dragon ready to pick him up out of any trouble he was in. Did the light-filled beings whom he met at night tap him on his shoulder when he had to go back down, encouraging him with the words, You can do it. If anyone can, it's you. Maybe they gave him a smile and told a joke as they sent him on his way. Comfortable banter to release all the heaviness and making him laugh. For that was something he had learned in the early studies, which were cleverly disguised as children's stories. Laughter and playfulness were the keys to the kingdom, and once found and used, could aid escapes out of every predicament imaginable. Grateful for having his allies talking through stories and dreams, the young boy made his way through the river of life, guided by the stars and bringing his gifts to all the people he met.
even when he grew older and wiser, he never forgot his early teachers and in turn taught many children of all ages how to survive this world and more. He showed them in his own way how to turn it into an adventure, to laugh and to play with words and pictures to make the present moment a life worth living in. Grown up, yet respecting and loving the young boy in himself, he walks in and through many worlds and brings the best of each as gifts to this life and its people. And of course, he is travelling still. The End